Hi, I'm Alois Mungira and you're listening to the CFM Sport Podcast. Z. And it's Messi! It is the cleanest of clean finishes from the best on the planet. It's time for the biggest sports stories. Chelsea, the UEFA Champions League winners of 2021. The biggest interviews. That uh, such a great spectacle is ruined by such such thuggish behaviour. And all the analysis right here. He's the one player that has the arrogance to think that he can play in any stadium in the world and any pitch in the world, in front of any player in the world, and take them on. Every weekday, it's my sport, it's your sport. It's ZFM Sport. Let's join the team for the biggest show in the world of sport on ZFM Stereo. My station, your station. It's a very good evening, Zimbabwe. It is ZFM Sport on a Friday. Fire Friday! Are you getting ready to go to a big concert tonight? We understand Rick Ross, the boss, is in the area. Well, this is the way to build up to... music. <laughs> yeah, wonderful, Mikey. Yeah. Maybach music indeed. We won't, we won't play Maybach music on the show tonight because you can hear that at the concert. But this is the way to warm up before that concert. Uh, we are live on our ZFM Sport Pay, Facebook page uh, so you can catch us on there as well you can see us so you can interact with us on 0731 so there's so many ways and platforms in which you can participate on today's show and the team is here Mike Madoda Alois Punjira our producer Sean Tafirinika my name is Barry Manandi on the show today on the home front newly crowned champions FC Platinum dominate the 2022 Soccer Stars of the Year lineup following the conclusion of the voting process this afternoon in international sports news, there's a blockbuster matchup in the Autumn Nations series between England and the mighty New Zealand. And England head coach Eddie Jones believes the All Blacks are there for the taking and that they do not have an aura. That, of course, is rugby news and that's front and centre in our international uh, sports news. We also have and will take you around the world in 60 and we have updates from the United Arab Emirates, Italy and Australia. The second half of the show is the beautiful game and there are less than 48 hours until the greatest show on earth kicks off and 32 of the world's best football teams will vie to lift the game's most coveted trophy on the 18th of December. But only one captain can raise the World Cup. Who are the favourites? Who are the dark horses? How far will the African teams go? We'll endeavour to answer all those questions in our special World Cup report. Hi, my name's Ryan Kenz, Sunshine Tour professional golfer, and you're listening to ZFM Sport. Right, uh, let's give you a local sports news roundup, uh, starting with uh, golf, where Ryan Cairns was crowned the champion of the Zimbabwe Professional Golfers Association Championship at Royal Harare yesterday. The 38-year-old followed his opening round of four under par 68 with a three under 69 and a closing round of four under 68 to beat Robson Chinoy, who finished in second place. Cairns walked home with a prize packet of 1,485 US dollars after his 11 under par total 
score. In rugby news, Zimbabwe cheetahs have two injury concerns heading into the Zambezi Challenge, which gets underway at Harare Sports Club tomorrow. According to Cheetahs team manager Tafadzwa Mende, the team is ready for battle despite the injury worries. The Cheetahs are desperate to do well in the second edition of their home tournament after a disappointing campaign during the inaugural event in April. And we wrap it up with cricket news where Zimbabwean superstar all-rounder Sikanda Raza is on the move and ready to bat or ball. After his exploits at the recent T20 World Cup, he's off to play in the Abu Dhabi T20 where he has signed for the Chennai Braves, a team owned by the Chennai Super Kings franchise in the IPL. From Rufaro to Barberfield, Mandava to Nyamunga, all the perfect moments in the Castle Lager Premier Soccer League come together on ZFM Sport. Well, with the season over, it's time to crown the best of the best in terms of the playing staff that did duty for the various teams in the top tier of domestic football. Now, newly crowned champions FC Platinum, they dominate the 2022 Soccer Stars of the Year lineup following the conclusion of the voting process, which took place this afternoon. There's a Shamane based side who won their fourth consecutive Castle Lager Premier Soccer League title, had uh, three of their players being voted into the top 11. Just looking at those Soccer Stars of the Year finalists for the season 2021. 2022. They are Brian Musa of Chicken in Delik Murimba of Ngezi Platinum Stars, Eli Ilunga of Black Rhinos, Frank Makarati, Defender from Dynamos, Gift Bello of FC Platinum, Nelson Chajka of Ngezi Platinum Stars, uh, Tinotenda Benza makes the list. For, he's from Herentals. And Wallace Magalani, who was turning out for the Champions FC Platinum. Walter Musona, who makes a pretty strong shout for getting the outright player of the season, Gong. He's, of course, of FC Platinum. William Man top goal scorer definitely the golden bolt boot winner with 17 goals for Caps United and then Divine Mindirira the playmaker uh, from Highlanders having a stellar season and rewarded with being on that uh, calendar the list is out Alois and uh, it looks like um, although the pool was fairly slim this year in terms of those players that that, uh, pulled up trees and uh, blew the lights out um, many of the players on here I would say about 80% were predictable. Yeah, I, I, I've got no qualms uh, really uh, on the players because like you said that, you know, there are very few, there were very few players that actually uh, raised their hand up and say that, you know what, I, 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 I'm dominating, I want to I want to lead by example, I want to play great football. You know, it was more like players that just were in there to play football mm. uh, for, for their team. You know, match winners were very rare yeah. in, in, in our league. You know, we, we rarely... Uh, got to see match winners like Wartam Sona. Like you just said, he at the end of the season, towards the end of the season, he actually developed to be a match winner was, uh, for, yeah. for, for FC Platinum. Whereas William Manondo, you are scoring goals, yes, but uh, he, it was in patches mm-hmm. as well. But Wartam Sona came out, guns blazing, match winning performances. We had very few of those. And but the lineup, for me, I don't have qualms. Okay, can, can, I tell you, can I tell you one match winner was missing? Yeah. One player who I actually thought should have been competing for the top gong itself mm-hmm. and does not even make the list. Yeah. Brian Banda. Yeah, I, I where is Brian Banda? Oh, FC Platinum. I would agree with that. Doesn't what even make the top 11. I, I would agree with Phenomenal that. Phenomenal player. And if we're talking about consistency, yeah. uh, operating at a consistently high level with match winning performance, the problem with us is sometimes we equate scoring goals to match winning performances. Yeah. Yes. But if you take a 
look at the engine room for FC Platinum once they hit their straps the guys who were the catalyst to their performances before we started talking about Walter Musona yeah. we were talking about Brian Banda yes. and we carried on talking about Brian Banda until he got injured yeah. and forced it to miss a lot, the last two or so matches of the season of because the season, of that injury yeah. but Brian Banda for me could easily put his hand up as being the best player at FC Platinum yeah. and how he then doesn't make this list for me is a bit of a surprise another one again who's missing from this uh, list again uh, yeah. somewhat surprisingly uh, because I think we don't uh, value defenders in the same way that we value attackers and midfielders the entertainers is Lawrence Mplanga uh, yeah. who contributed uh, for uh, FC Platinum and I think the fear may have been and you know sometimes those that vote will perhaps vote consciously and subconsciously to mm. not have one team dominate yes. uh, yes. the awards. Yeah. And so there is a balancing act balance that they will well. then try and perform. Yeah. But if you take a look at Lawrence Mklanga, how is he missing from that list? Yeah, he Phenomenal tripped, he tripped player playing three or four goals. Yeah, three or four um, goals. And, and, and those are, those goals were from set pieces. Uh, and then also you look at Just his, his overall performance. Play. Overall performance uh, he and Gift Bello, if you have Gift Bello there, I would say, and, and with respect to Gift Bello, I would say Gift Bello probably had, had just a rung lower in terms of performance uh, uh, under Lawrence Mutlanga. So, so I'd, I'd completely agree with you that Lawrence Mutlanga, uh, Brian Bunder, big misses there. Is that perhaps the tragedy of having a voting panel perhaps that wasn't able to watch all the games and also uh, us broadcasting one game per uh, day on a match day. So one game on a Saturday, one game on a Sunday. And those that can't get to the stadium uh, can only watch on TV and can only consume what comes through on the TV screens. You, you are, you're definitely uh, right there, Perry. Uh, you know, when it comes to the panel in Zimbabwe, it becomes very difficult because some some of the panel panelists are just in Arare. Some of the panelists Fair are enough, just yeah. in Blawayo. They only watch one game in a, in two weeks in Blawayo. And some are in Javane, they hardly watch anything else besides mm. FC Platinum, you know. So it becomes very difficult. I think going forward, I don't know how that is going to work, but I think going forward, the, the, there is a need uh, for us to actually have our games broadcast. Yes. And I don't know how difficult it can be to have big broadcast to be no to, 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 to have wider to wider coverage, wider, yes, yeah. coverage. even if the, games, games. the games that are not being broadcast yeah they are supposed to be screened yes. at some point we must have a show like soccer zone in south africa yeah, yeah, yeah. where we can actually see highlights of every, of match every game that per week played, yeah. Yeah. then we can actually see the consistency of the players even the fans at home can actually have a clear picture yeah. of who might be I want to add to what Alois is saying and uh, perhaps uh, ask the question uh, how many games were broadcast from Vengere Stadium for example yeah. in Rusape yeah. and yeah. Vengere hosted quite a number of matches I, w- I would uh, say none and, yeah, and, and so uh, those who performed at that particular venue would have been prejudiced yeah. because uh, exactly. they didn't have uh, large numbers uh, of the media to witness their performances the second thing is though I, I do understand the fact that games need to be televised and to be broadcast but for me, 
varikupisa varikupisa vanozivikano varikunyasotamba chaizvo chaizvo vanyasozivikano kuti iharikutamba and so for me i see there is a bit of laziness mm. on the part of members of the media because there, there is always the uh, option that you have to consult yes. with your colleagues yes. who are based in the south who are based in the north who are based in the east who are based in the central uh, region to talk to them to say hey guys you know what have conversations and you get to know of players like mutokosizim sebe at mulawa chiefs who was the heart of everything good that they were he's doing this miss. season he's another miss as well you've got uh, Jaden Barake yeah. for the young players you know for and Wawa, uh, yeah. he, he for Wawa who was phenomenal you got Chintuli yeah. people have forgotten about From Chintuli Manika Diamonds, uh, Manika yeah. Diamonds yeah. but yeah. in the exactly. in the yeah, first 20 so or, or so games yes. of the season he was one of the he, best players uh, in was, the league he was blowing the lights out and he he, he was absolutely fantastic i, I want to ask in fact i want to ask you Alois in your view what is the biggest surprise on this list Ah, uh, if you ask me, I think the biggest surprise could be Tino Benza. Okay. Um, uh, I, 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 has to be. I, <laughs> Surely. I don't. I don't. I nearly I, fell I, off I, my rocker when I saw it. What? I think. I think having him ahead of Chintuli, oh, ahead of, of Brian Banda, ahead of Lawrence Mzanga. I don't know. Like Mike said, I want to go back to the point that Mike said about the members of the media. Mm. When it comes to that, okay, we don't have broadcasts. Of, of the games but the match reports guys yes. match reports can be better you know there was a time when we used to read a match report you would think you are watching the game yeah, yeah, when yeah, actually yeah, reading yeah. even the substance report. yeah exactly but nowadays it's more like analysts yeah, yeah. it's more analysis it's a and lot opinion. of criticism and, and, and opinion exactly and it's no more match reporting and, and, and you know and, you and, and, and there's one thing that that's uh, un- unfortunately that has crept in and that is uh, analysis of the clubs so you very often you hear reference to to the owner of the club reference yeah. to 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 the administration of the club rather than the players on the field of play all right let's go to our whatsapp platform here and sad news indeed this is daylight robbery our panelists got it wrong shepherd makuvire from lion's den clinic so he's weighed in with his thoughts uh, regards the selection of our soccer stars of the year do keep your messages coming in and we'll try and read as many as we can during our our fan zone. Our number is 0731-168-045. Twitter and Facebook at ZFM Sports. Oh, there's a cup final this weekend, guys. And uh, listen, the most unexpected cup final where nobody thought two mid-table teams in the Castle Lager Premier Soccer League would be battling it for the country's premier knockout title. Uh, and it's on tomorrow. Here enters take on Belayo Chiefs and it's defied the odds to reach the final these two teams and both teams say they are ready to lay it all on the line as they seek to be crowned a Chibuku Super Cup uh, champions will be able to talk about that cup final. Well, Tino Benza has got a phenomenal opportunity, isn't it? To just to, uh, try and show the nation what to he's prove his what <laughs> To prove his mettle and justify why he's on that Soccer Stars of the Year list. Cross my heart, hope to die. The hits. This is where hit music lives. Z. From the front of the grid to the back of the net, it's ZFM Sport. International Sports News Roundup, where the world comes out to play. 
Rugby news and international sports news. Now there's a blockbuster match, a matchup in the Autumn Nations series between England and the mighty New Zealand. And England head coach Eddie Jones believes the All Blacks are there for the taking and that they do not have an aura. Jones's England will run out in front of a sellout crowd at Twickenham tomorrow and aim to replicate the winning performance that they delivered against New Zealand at the Rugby World Cup in 2019. Let's hear from England coach Eddie Jones. Well, I think New Zealand's always there for the taking. You know, why else do you go and play against if, you, if they're not there for the taking? Um, but, you know, I think they've done remarkably well to come back from where they were. I remember watching them in Nels, uh, Nels break get beaten very, very conclusively by by South Africa, then come back the next week in Joburg and pay superbly the win, and then go on and win the Rugby Championship. What a what a fantastic achievement. And then I think they've won five or six on their own now. Yeah, they're a team that is redeveloping. Uh, they've had some of the older players being injured. They've got Retallick and Whitelock back now. They've got Sevilla at his best. Um, so they've got a great combination of, of players there, and I'm sure they're going to be at their best on Saturday. To me, they never had an aura. Yeah, to me, it was, as I said, there's they're always there for the taking. I've always enjoyed coaching against New Zealand because you're coaching, coaching against the best team and you want to be playing against the best. So to me, they've never had an aura. They've had a lot of power and they've had a lot of ways to bully teams and we're going to make sure we don't get bullied on Saturday. Z. Okay, Mike, we're going to completely remove everything that he said about, oh, they never had an aura and they're always there for the taking. That's just bluster uh, because we know... I think he contradicts himself. uh, (laughs) And he talks about them being a great team and he says they never had an aura. Yeah. Uh, And I I do agree with him to some extent uh, and say that, you know what, the aura that used to be there uh, from, let's say, uh, five, ten years ago, I think a bit of it has been lost uh, because of the transition that uh, All Blacks rugby has been in. But we've seen them turn a corner uh, and they're looking at uh, as if they're not yet back to their best but they're now looking like a team that's probably the best right now in the world Uh, they're getting some of the X-Factor players back he talks about that combination uh, at lock between White Lock and Retallick Mm -hmm. arguably the best uh, in world rugby Adi Saver phenomenal player for me the best rugby player in the world Uh, he makes things happen Uh, he's going to be playing at number 8 so uh, this is going to be a very very interesting match and uh, listen if the All Blacks didn't have an aura it wouldn't be a sellout crowd at uh, Twickenham the fact is the All Blacks sell out wherever they go simply because they do have that aura they're like Brazil mm. yes. in world football. Absolutely. The same way that we filled up the National Sports Stadium when Brazil came here. That's what the friendly. All Blacks do wherever <laughs> they go. They are the pinnacle, the epitome of world rugby. Yeah, like I said, it's just bluster. He claims that they never had an aura. If he had said that they've lost their aura, yeah, I would might agree yes. with him. Uh, but to say they never had an aura is a, is a blatant lie. England themselves, uh, yeah, look, they're looking good value. But in your view, can this England side prevail? I think they can compete. I think they can compete and uh, on a good day they could win uh, but they are not convincing uh, and a lot of questions must be asked uh, about Eddie Jones and we have been asking those questions in truth for the last two or so years where we feel England has in many matches uh, underachieved. Argentina, let's not forget just a couple of weeks ago, were able to go and win uh, for the first time in over a decade, I think in 14 or so years yeah. uh, at Twickenham against this England side. So if New Zealand bring their best game, play to the best of their ability I think New Zealand is going to win 
win this one. It won't be a blowout, but I think New Zealand could be good to win this one by eight or ten points. Now, bottom line is going to be a tasty affair between England and New Zealand. The rest of the weekend's Autumn Nations series uh, matches look like this. Italy takes on South Africa. Wales host Georgia, while Scotland takes on Argentina. Ireland will be taking on Australia and France host Japan. Hi, this is Zinzan Brook. All broke number 883. And you're listening to ZFM Stereo Sports. Z. Around the world in 60 seconds. International sports news. We drive off in the United Arab Emirates where Max Verstappen hit out at media in a heated press conference for the Abu Dhabi Grand Prix uh, as the double Formula One world champion defended but still refused to fully explain his snub of Red Bull's Sergio Perez team orders in Brazil. Verstappen called the media's portrayal disgusting and claimed his family had also been attacked with unacceptable comments as teams prepare for the last race of the season. In news out of Italy, American Taylor Fritz outlasted Felix Auger Aliasime in three sets, 7-6-6-7-6-2 in a round-robin play at the ATP Finals in Turin. In a clash of tournament debutants, Fritz prevailed to set up a semi-final meeting with five-time champion Novak Djokovic tomorrow. Fritz has won all the tournaments in 2022 every time he reaches the semi-final. And we touch down in Australia where Joss Butler says he has no concerns after a rusty England were beaten comprehensively by Australia in the opening one-day international just days after being crowned T20 world champions. The ODI series continues in Sydney tomorrow before the third and final match takes place in Melbourne on Tuesday. Your, your hit mu- music station. My station. Your station. It's everybody's station. Z FM Stereo. The big leagues. The big teams. The big players. The beautiful game on ZFM Sport. Jogo Bonito. Tiki Taka. Total football. It's a football celebration where only the best are invited. Messi, Ronaldo, Neymar, Benzema. The stars come out to play on your Qatar 2022 World Cup update on CFM Sport. Right, we want to keep it interactive. We want to hear from you, your thoughts, your views, your predictions for the FIFA World Cup 2022. Who do you think will be the outright winners? Can France defend their crown? Brazil, can they win it? They haven't been on the winner's podium for a long time and they've suffered some famous embarrassments, especially that World Cup they hosted just a couple of tournaments ago. Argentina are looking good. Lionel Messi, can he finally bag the World Cup? Cristiano Ronaldo, can he put the controversy of the last week behind him to lead Portugal to what will be their maiden crown in Qatar? Those are some of the questions that we'll be endeavouring to answer on this evening's show and going forward over the next five or so weeks. And now we are less than 48 hours and of course uh, we're going to remind you of the groups and I think it's important that uh, we run through the groups just so that we get a sense of who's who in the zoo in Qatar. Group A has got the host Qatar themselves up against Ecuador. Senegal who will be without Sadio Mane. It's been confirmed that he misses the World Cup and he's out for the next three months. He could miss the Champions League matchups versus PSG as well. And completing that group is the team that advocates for total football. It's the Dutch La Orange. 
Netherlands. Uh, group B consists of England and it uh, uh, seems like a bit of a facile group uh, for England. Remember Mike said that uh, Gareth Southgate only needs to join the team in the knockout stages uh, because the rest of the group has Iran, USA and Wales. Uh, group C has got Argentina led by the prodigious talents of Lionel Messi. Saudi Arabia have qualified for the World Cup. Mexico are always there. I am there in Group C and then Robert Lewandowski leads the polls. Poland in that group. Now, group D consists of the defending champions of France. Uh, they're looking good value on paper. They need to deliver on the green grass. Australia is in there, the Socceroos. Uh, Denmark, which has come uh, uh, forward in leaps and bounds and then, of course, representing the African charge, Tunisia. Uh, group E has got La Furia Roja, Spain. They'll be looking to win the World Cup for a second time, having, of course, won the 2010 edition on African soil. Joining them are Germany, Die Mannschaft, four-time winners, four-time winners. Four stars <laughs> on the bad. It's not my team, by the way. Uh, <laughs> just letting the shirt. But I know Gazrama Jersey. I won't like that. Diamond Shaft. Didn't they get rid of that name? They, they no, they haven't yet. Uh, yes, yes, it's it's yet. after the World Cup, yeah. Yeah, they don't want it. Yeah, the team. <laughs> yes. <laughs> They're called the team. Yeah. Right. And then, of course, uh, we've got uh, Japan as well as Costa Rica. In Group F, you'll find the Red Devils of Belgium, a team that has underachieved uh, many, many tournaments. Uh, this golden generation probably has this as their last chance saloon uh, to bag a major trophy. Uh, also, Canada qualifying for a World Cup once again. Uh, Morocco is in there representing Africa. And then Croatia, uh, the last, the beaten finalists in the last edition of the World Cup completing Group F. All right, let's take a look at a Group G containing the favorites for many people. And that is Brazil. The likes of Alisson. Edison cannot even get a game. Neymar is in the mix. Vinicius Junior, so many match winners in that team. And they're joined by Serbia, Switzerland, as well as the indomitable Lions of Cameroon. Uh, group H consists of Cristiano Ronaldo's Portugal. And don't forget, in there, you'll find the likes of João Felix, Bruno Fernandes, and all sorts uh, making up Portugal. A very strong lineup they have. They'll be dark horses, no doubt. Uh, also joining them in Group H is Ghana. Ghana looking good value. They've recruited well would like to say Mike because they got the likes of Iñaki Williams and all sorts now representing Ghana Uruguay is in their finishing group H is Korea the Republic of Korea alright uh, messages already started to come in and before we get the expert view PJ the Blackfish in Helensvale says Argentina to win Brazil runners up Denmark the Dark Horses Alois who are your favourites? <laughs> my favourite is Brazil my brother Brazil 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 what, what makes them the favourite? So what makes them so special? You take a look at uh, almost every tournament. I think we've gone in, in, including 2010. We've always said that Brazil are the favourites. But recently, they're flattered to deceive. Yeah, I think uh, for, for the start, it's just like I love the team. I, I love the team, I love the players, but when you look at the team that they've got right now, like you rightly say that they've got match winners. They've got a lot of match winners. A team like that, you know, if one player is not firing, you will find that one or two others are firing. That's actually the beauty of having a lot of match winners in the team. They've got plenty of those. Of course, not all of them are going to be fitting in into the first 11, but the first 11 that they are going to have trotting onto the field, I think for every match, they will have a strong team. Yes, Argentina, they're very 
strong as well. 30 match and Britain, they're also strong favourites. But then, when I look at the both teams, I think they've got uh, equal chances of winning this World Cup. But now I'm going with Brazil because I just love Brazil. Well, uh, and there is a criticism of Brazil, Barry, that's come through. Uh, a certain school of thought that says that because they don't have a record, or should I say a recognised hitman, a number nine, number nine yeah. uh, who delivers regularly with goals, uh, if the centre-backs of whatever particular nation that they're facing get comfortable yeah. and are able to shape up constantly and concentrate, it may be difficult for them to break down teams because they've only got one way of playing. Yeah. And we saw that in the Copa America final versus Argentina where sure. they, they, they just needed that bit extra mm, yeah. in the central striker's position to trouble the likes of Otamendi. Yeah. But they didn't have that and Argentina got uh, quite comfortable uh, defending against attackers and wingers. 100%. Look, uh, in, in truth, if we if we want to go to the great one, uh, Ronaldo Fenomena, it's hard to replace that sort of player. Romario. <laughs> Romario. Pepeto. Uh, you know, Pepeto used to, used to uh, uh, double up in there. Yeah. Pele. Yeah. I mean, they, they've well, always well, well, had a number nine who can deliver uh, the, the, the goals. This team seems to play almost with a with a false nine. I think Chiche has found uh, a way uh, whereby he can do that. But like you say, when a back four or even a back two gets comfortable, mm. manages the, the, the game well, uh, and also the, the, the holding midfielders are able to close the lines, keep them na- narrow, uh, Brazil has big problems. So they're going to have to figure that out and figure it out quickly, especially in the latter stages of the of the tournament, where I fully expect, expect them to be. Uh, Alois, so one of the things as well that I think Brazil will need to guard against is temperament. Uh, they've got uh, a, a few hotheads in their team. You know, you take a look at Neymar. Yep. Uh, you take a look at Vinicius Junior. Yes. Uh, you also take a look uh, at, at Richarlison. Yes. They're going to have to manage their emotions, especially against sort of like your, your European-style referees. And the, the European-style referees, I'm talking about those guys who want to let the game flow and don't necessarily protect the flair players. Because there's a feeling sometimes uh, from the Brazilian players that we don't get the protection that we deserve. We Flair players, we're getting fouled and we are getting bullied, and yet you're not protecting us. And so they will need to manage their emotions as well. Yeah, I think uh, not just manage emotions, Mike. They also need to actually go there knowing that this is a brutal game. This is the World Cup. Mm. You remember Diego Maradona won it for Argentina, being being kicked. He was getting pillar to post. Yeah, Yeah, he was getting kicked. They they need to expect that they're going to get kicked so that. That's when our emotions also mm. come in. The danger with Brazil, that's the danger with Brazil because they've got a, too many, too many flair players yeah. that need Anthony, to play. They want, yes, they Rodrigo, want to play. they yes. want to play and they want to enjoy their football. Exactly. Yeah. So if they meet a brutal team, mm. it's going to be very difficult because they'll be falling and, re- and demonstrating. The demonstrations are going to be. Abba she wants to play on. So Brazil, though, even with all those things considered, I think for a lot of people, they look like they perhaps have got the strongest squad and a difference for me a unique difference is that we go into many tournaments and we say that Brazil has got a dodgy defense this time I think Brazil has got a phenomenal yeah. defense yeah. Very experienced Thiago Silva yep. of Chelsea, Marquinhos, who is the captain of PSG, is in there. Eda Militao, who's done mm. very well at Real Madrid, and so they will be able to hold their own defensively. Uh, we, we perhaps can't 
miss out the defending champions, Barry, yeah, amongst sure. the favourites for sure. France, hundred uh, percent. I do, however, feel that they are missing some key components in there. Are uh, you sticking with this story, Barry? Because because I, I, you, 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 you even told me that you don't think they'll go past the, the round of sixteen. Yeah, I, I don't think that they're going to go. They're going to wow. come out of the group. I don't think they're, they're going to go past the round of sixteen. Barry, can I? Can I remind you? In the European Nations League, they did. They actually they did. Exactly. But those are like bona fide friendly matches, guys. Nah, Michael. But serious games. But for me, I think that the uh, number Mbappe, one, number one, the, Benzema. The issue is Griezmann. It's not the it's Hugo not the quality. Lloris. It's not the quality of the team. Konate. It's just a case of it becoming stale. I just believe that it's become stale. Didier okay, Deschamps. Okay, so it, straight after winning the World Cup, that point is staleness. Yeah. Does it help that? Pogba and Kante, they're missing that uh, one uh, uh, through injury. Yeah. Uh, Kimpembe is out. And so they've had to, without Kimpembe. maybe wanting to, yeah. uh, inject young talent. Kamavinga, yeah. Chomeney, whatever yeah. that, that Ch- fella, Ch- the, Ch- the, Chomeney, the, yes. uh, the um, uh, French uh, <laughs> McTominay. He, he's he, <laughs> he's, he's, he's going to be in there. <laughs> so, so, so they've had to blood in youngsters who sure. are, are hungry. Benzema wasn't there when they won it. Agreed. So there's hunger in that team. There, there, there is hunger in the team, but you know what? There, there just needs to be everything coming together. Look at when they won it. Mm. They, everything came to, even when, when Van Zidane won it, uh, uh, Didier Deschamps was in a player. The, the, everything comes together. Right now, there's just a bit of pulling in, in different directions. The one thing that, and God forbid that this would have happened, if uh, Kylian Mbappe had missed the World Cup, for whatever reason, I think France would have a better chance. Wow. Wow, that is a bold statement. Well, a team that is looking to make a bold statement is Argentina. They come into the World Cup ranked number three. And of course, they won Copa America, defeating Brazil 1-0 in the year 2021. With arguably the best player ever in Lionel Messi. He wears the captain's armband. Argentina look like they may be one of the teams to beat at this tournament, Alois. Uh, very few teams will wanted to play Argentina in the knockout stages? Yeah, uh, just like I said, I think uh, for me, uh, the two of them, uh, the, um, uh, Brazil and Argentina, they stand a much, much better chance of winning this one, uh, according to, to the phone book and actually the squad, the talent that they've got in the squad. I just pray, I hope we can actually have a dream final if they can avoid each other. If in they, all this, yeah. then we can actually have a Brazil versus Argentina final. That would be fantastic. I think but, from the permutations, for, I think it's impossible. I think they play for, each other in the same final. In the final, final, in the same final, yeah. yeah. For Lionel Messi, I think sentiment is mm. pointing at him winning this World Cup. Mm. Everyone in the world, the whole world, even but those that's pressure. That yeah, but that he tries on pressure. He has, he has been in the game you think for, it'll a, motivate for, for a long time. I think he is motivated. He knows that this is his probably his last if opportunity I, to go for it. He has got the team that can do it. A team that is on form, third match and beat and run, very balanced squad. If he, if there was any the other chance for and him a team to that's win playing this for one. him. As but yes. I want to find out from uh, you, Mike. Doesn't Argentina have a similar problem to Brazil in the sense that they're looking to Lissandro, um, uh, Lautaro Martinez. <laughs> Lissandro is the defender. Uh, <laughs> Lautaro Martinez to lead the line when, in actual fact, they don't have a gunslinger, a, 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 yeah. a uh, what's it, Gabriel Batistuta. Julian, they don't have that number nine, but yeah. they've got, uh, they got goals. Mm. Uh, so Martinez, I think, scores goals. Mm. Julian Alvarez, uh, who's now at Man City, scores yeah, goals. So, yeah. And let's not forget, Lionel Messi scores quite a number of goals as 
as well. So they don't have that quintessential number nine, mm. uh, the guy who sort of like break the door down, yeah. uh, but they do have goals. And Argentina, I think classically, have never been sort of like your at t- major tournaments, your team to win 6-1, 7-1. No. Uh, they they, they also like, yeah, my one zero. <laughs> they rely on defending well, playing as a unit uh, and trying to be a team. And hoping, of course, I think, yeah, the advantage is that if they're defending well, Messi can create that bit of magic yes. that they need to win matches and so for me I take a look at Argentina and I think you know what they do have a decent team I was taking a look at the dark horses here guys mm. uh, our producer Sean Tafirinika he has put down Uruguay the Netherlands and Portugal is the dark horse I'm trying to locate England and I'm thinking come on <laughs> how do we have Alois uh, a whole discussion and not talk about England so let's talk about England England last World Cup semi-finalists and they kind of like dropped their guard against Croatia. That was a game they could have won yeah. and should have won. Yeah. And then Euro again led for a long period of that game, a game that they could have won and should have won. They failed to get over the edge, but there's no denying that under Southgate they have made progress. Yeah, Mike, uh, they've made progress. But when we look at the last World Cup, they actually gave a swap. You know, very good. It's coming uh, home. Yes, they, they actually gave. They they did that, and those players were young. You know, they are, I think, one of the most consistent sides when it comes to the team that is coming back for the World Cup from the previous one. They've got a lot of players that are coming back for this one. So for me, I think, yes, they've progressed, but they didn't make enough strides that I would have loved. Okay, okay, so what's missing? That World so you Cup. tell me, when you take a look in just maybe in 30 seconds, what is England's biggest let out? What is missing? What, what's preventing them from going over the edge and becoming world champions? Uh, tactically, tactically they are not. They're so not Southgate is yes, the problem. Yes, the coach. Tactically they're not sound. They're the not players playing, they've got. They're not. Yes, they're not playing swashbuckling football that they should. You know, if to win the World Cup you mm. need. You need to, to attack. Play. Yes, you, you need, need to play. You need to score goals. Doing it. So tactically they are lacking something. Mm. Tactically they are lacking going forward and so, preventing their leg. But players they've got. Players so players they've got. Goal. Can those players, Barry, carry them to glory? Harry Kane. Um, you, you see, I think that. They, they can, but will they? I don't think so. Uh, in the sense that they, they are very talented footballers. That's that's what I mean by saying they can. Uh, what gets you over the line at a World Cup is remember there has to be a tactical plan yeah. that gets you uh, that that gives you that extra two percent. And the, Harry King but the needs tactical it. plan has got them to a to a, to a Euro final. Yep. And that tactical plan got them to a World Cup semi-final. Yeah, no, no, I agree. But you you see them, but it's not convincing. But but then at the same time, there's there's a lot of things that fell in in their favour in those tournaments. Here, it seems to be that way as well. I mean, I look at their group. I mean, Iran, Wales, and they, 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 they... it's it's fallen there, but will that happen in the uh, knockout stages? I don't think so. I see stronger sides. That that's that's really the point that that I think we need to make. That there are stronger sides that are tech, that have the tactical nous uh, to navigate past an England. Right. I want to remind us: zero seven three one one six eight zero four five. Messages are streaming in here, guys. Lots.
lots of predictions coming through. We're about to hit the fan zone and we're going to try and read as many of your messages as we can before we continue our discussion. On the other side, we take a look at Africa. Can Africa mount a challenge in Qatar? The five teams are there. The African representation at the World Cup. Senegal will be flying the flag for Africa. Cameroon, Ghana, Morocco, as well as Tunisia. Can any one of those nations make an impression? Send us your thoughts on our WhatsApp platform 
uh, Cristiano Ronaldo is definitely a match winner but I think he needs to settle in his mind that he's now a match winner uh, coming on for impact and then winning matches if he uh, agrees with that Portugal will go far I believe that if he's a starter it might be a bit of a challenge alright uh, this message here must come from either a Manchester United fan or Real Madrid fan Hansi, due to recent developments Messi is no longer arguably the best player but rather the best player <laughs> something has happened to change his mind uh, a message here reads I will be rooting for Argentina since the first time I watched Diego Maradona they have a decent goalkeeper this time but still worried about that defence and that message is from IC in Bulawayo. IC uh, you wrote an essay sorry I couldn't read the rest of it uh, message here reads Brazil will lift the World Cup then a second Arsenal will lift the uh, EPL then Bulawayo Chiefs will be crowned Chubuku Cup uh, champions and that is of course uh, from uh, Sangu in Mpopomabulawa your number one ZFM sports fan keep your message coming in but we've got about six minutes and that leaves us enough time to dis- uh, discuss the African charge and whether Africa will make a dent in Qatar as the stars shoot across the desert sky the lions roar and the eagles swoop Africa we hunt as one so five countries will represent uh, the continent in Qatar and of course uh, this one is the first World Cup to be played in the Gulf region uh, reigning AFCON champions are Senegal let's start there Alois do they represent our best hopes as a continent to go f- further perhaps than the round of 16 and maybe the quarterfinals yeah for me I had my money and all my hopes on Senegal when I look at the groups and when I look at the quality of the African team that I had the World Cup I had my hopes uh, seriously, but after the injury to, to Sadio, uh, Mane. Sadio Mane, mm. I, 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 my, I, you know, it was like cold water poured on, on my, on my, on my hopes. And, uh, a team you know, leader, just, inspirational figure. You, that's where I was and, coming. And, and, I was and you take a look oh, yes. at that group. Uh, I, I know it's called Qatar, Ecuador are no pushovers. Yeah. And then of course they got the Dutch. Yeah, they, they've got a good squad, mm. honestly speaking. Senegal have got a good squad. But for me now, my problem now is the emotions in the team. Mm. You know, the psychological effect. From the loss yes, of their leader. Can they recover from... Uh, yeah, this, even the fans. Obviously, they are now fans that are dejected. Mm. They are uh, Even the coach might also be dejected. Yeah, his there are a lot of changed. people that are dejected. Yeah, the plans, plans are changing. And all that. That's what is worrying me about Senegal. But when you look at their squad, even without Sadio Mane, mm. they still have a squad Very that can actually... Go and compete in that Barry game. talking about squads You talked mm. about Ghana recruiting well <laughs> Yes they did uh, Listen they went out and, and got the ways and strays That are out in Europe And uh, managed to convince them to, to come and play for, for, for Ghana Now they have I believe a Really very, good players as well Very, very good, good players, players there. Good and players. then you add to those That were there already The likes of your Thomas Partey's of this world The IU brothers uh, you, you, you add in your Inyaki, Inyaki Williams uh, uh, The young boy from Brighton What's the name the, um, uh, Is it right back left back Yeah um, the right back yeah, uh, those sort of players that that have galvanised a Ghana squad that now looks absolutely mm-hmm. like world beaters, but. Do they have what it takes in the dugout? Is them the question? Is them the Do question? And of course, uh, the other nations that will be flying the flag for Africa are Cameroon, Tunisia, and Morocco, who themselves have got a decent squad. Tariq Lamptey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, listen, right. Let's talk about the, uh, the Golden Boot. When I take a look at the nations there. I think it's difficult to look beyond Harry Kane, Karim Benzema, Kylian Mbappe, Messi, Neymar, Lewandowski. Is there anyone else who you think 
Yeah, uh, when when I was listening and uh, the fan zone and everything, there's one tacos that people are forgetting. Mm. There's Belgium in there. Yes. Belgium, mm. they've got a golden general. When they want to play there, they also have the same problem that they, they don't have a gunslinger. Is, is, well. is it because Van Wane fatigue in Belgium? Yes. Yeah, yeah, fatigue. People are tired. They've underachieved. Yes, and so we, we tip them, them every time to still, do well. They yes, don't do well. But they're still a good team. Mm. Yeah. You see, people are just tired. That's why they dejected. They were like, ah, this team ain't no boy. But they are really... So that also brings in the issue of De Bruyne. He's one of the you are the players to watch. Yeah, certainly. Yeah. Anze, uh, a message, Hans. Let's be honest with each other, guys. Time for Messi. Let's keep on dreaming for him. For It's uh, it's good for us. So, you know, this message betrays someone who hasn't been watching. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he's actually going into yeah. this World Cup on top form. On top form. Yes. He's, he's the best player in the world at no, the moment. Not, not just on, for yeah. club, yeah. Not just top for the club, but for the country. Yeah, I know, 100%. I think a lot of people concentrate predominantly on watching the English Premier League. Yes. Yes. Yeah, uh, yeah. And then they don't watch South American football. So whenever Argentina is playing, they they're not watching Argentina play. Yeah. Uh, and so they 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 have no idea. Uh, I mean, this guy is at the top he's of his right now. Of his form right, right now. He, he is he is. Uh, uh, pulling up trees he's literally and, and forget uh, Haaland and what he's doing in England and all sorts yeah, Lionel Messi is playing at a higher level in terms of the statistics and even when passing the eye test just watching him he's playing at a very high level I'm, I'm going to ask you just one more question Barry specifically yeah. who do you think is going to have a better tournament in terms of the young players I'm going to yeah. uh, throw at you th- uh, four players go Phil Foden of England mm-hmm. Pedri of Spain yeah. Jude Bellingham of England mm-hmm. And Jamal Musiala of Germany. Who do you think is going to have the best tournament? Pedri. 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 He's Alois? Uh, Pedri. Yeah. He's okay. Foden? Foden can be shut out. He can be shut out. Yeah. Foden can be shut out. We have seen that he can go quiet easily. But Pedri has got movement. Mm. He That's occupies his, a lot of spaces. Yes, he's got movement and skill. How about Musiala? So, He's been playing well for Bayern, guys. He, he has been playing well for Bayern, but I, I'm I'm afraid that he won't get the minutes that require yeah. I think for he him starts. to have a fantastic... He, he starts. He starts, but he's always going to be pulled out and then... And I doubt it. Get him into I, I think he's amazing. Sean, agree with me. <laughs> <laughs> he's a 90-minute player for Germany. No okay. doubt. But anyway, okay. let's but give you the Germany, fixtures. But Germany, really, the way they're playing, yeah. it, 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 it doesn't bring... It doesn't yeah, complement. It doesn't complement. Musiala is fantastic. Don't get us wrong. We're not saying he's a bad player but you the German system yeah. doesn't uh, right unfortunately guys time has run out but we'll be back to do this again five past six on Monday where we take a look at the opening round of matches uh, your fixtures Sunday Group A Qatar versus Ecuador kickoff 6pm that's the opening game on Monday at 6pm Senegal will take on the Netherlands and Group B England versus Iran the United States of America versus Wales so don't miss Monday's show it'll be a blockbuster all right, for now, may God richly bless you. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Manande, out. And it's Messi! It is the cleanest of clean finishes from the best on the planet. The biggest sports stories. Chelsea, the UEFA Champions League winners of 2021. The biggest interviews. That uh, such a great spectacle is ruined by such such thuggish behaviour. And all the analysis right here. He's the one player that has the arrogance to think that he can play in any stadium in the world and any pitch in the world in front of any player in the world and take them on. Every weekday, it's my sport, it's your sport. It's ZFM Sport.
on ZFM Stereo. My station, your station. Hi, this is Mike Bandoda. You can catch me and the team for all the latest breaking news out of the world of sport, local as well as international, on your favorite station, my station, your station, ZFM. We are Z Team on ZFM Sport. Z.